In our second episode of Colorado Outdoors, it was released back in October, we featured Fisher's Peak State Park, the newest of the 42 parks in the state system. On this episode, we'll feature now the second newest park, Staunton State Park, which opened back in May of 2013. We'll be joined by park manager Zach Taylor, who will tell us about Staunton's myriad of outdoor recreational opportunities at the gorgeous and expanding park located just off Highway 285, about an hour west of Denver. You're listening to Colorado Outdoors, the podcast for Colorado Parks and Wildlife. I'm your host, Mark Johnson. The podcast is powered by Great Outdoors Colorado. GOCO invests a portion of Colorado lottery proceeds to help preserve and enhance the state's parks, trails, wildlife, rivers, and open spaces. Its independent board awards competitive grants to local governments and land trusts and makes investments through Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Created when voters approved a constitutional amendment back in 1992, GOCO has committed more than $1.2 billion in lottery proceeds to more than 5,200 projects in all 64 counties without any tax dollar support. Well, we're so fortunate here in the great state of Colorado to have so many wonderful and diverse state parks to enjoy and recreate in. One of the newest and one of my favorites, because it sits in my backyard, as I like to say, is Staunton State Park in the Evergreen Conifer area. And here to sing its praises on Colorado Outdoors is Park Manager Zach Taylor. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to talk about this gem that, like you said, we've gotten right in our backyard. You know, with the newness, I'm sure the folks in the Evergreen Conifer area are well aware of what the park has to offer. I'm just not so certain that many in the broader front range and across the state fully understand what a gem it is. Kind of give us a nice overview of what Staunton State Park has to offer. The park actually opened in 2013, and with the opening of Fisher's Peak, obviously we became the, the second newest state park, if you will. Uh, but yeah, the, the park sits uh, just on 285, just past basically uh, Conifer as you're driving from Denver towards Fairplay on 285. Um, offers about 4,000 acres of land, just over 30 miles of multi-use trails, which basically offers uh, trails for hiking, biking. Uh, we have a lot of equestrians that come out and use the trails. Um, there's uh, over 250 bolted rock climbing routes in the park, so it's become a a fairly popular place for, for climbers to come and experience the rocks. Um, it's a park that offers three fishing ponds, uh, two of which are less than half a mile from our, our newly built visitor center. Uh, one of the ponds is about five miles uh, back into the, the west side of the park that offers uh, brook trout uh, fishing, if you will, willing to take the hike. Um, but bird watching, animal watching, and just getting outside is, is one of those... Uh, it's a fantastic place for uh, for you to come do that. Um, only 45 minutes, basically, from downtown Denver. Um, offers that great chance for you to escape the, the city life and, and do it relatively close to home. Yeah, it is a picturesque place. And, and I know that Staunton, you talked about the trail system there. Staunton just received some national trail designation. Tell us about that. We sure did, yeah. We actually uh, applied for uh, national recreation trails um, 
designation, and, and through the National Park Service, the U.S. Forest Service, uh, the Secretary of the Interior designated almost 19 miles of trails uh, that basically make a loop through the park um, on that National Rec Trails uh, designation list. Um, it basically provides us with, um, you know, basically just recognition, excuse me, um, in regards to, um, you know, the, the whole national parks, state parks, and, and, and kind of provides a resource for, you know, folks to, to do searches on, on awesome trails and gives us, uh, gives everybody within, you know, the, the greater Denver area um, and, and those looking for trails um, nationwide a place to find us. Mm. Uh, and, and, and through this uh, designation, you know, we'll get a lot of uh, opportunities to, to apply for additional uh, funding opportunities, whether that's through grants or through other sources that might be able to provide us resources for, um, you know, uh, fixing up our trails and improving the park and improving the experience that people uh, uh, go outside and then go to, to expect. Well, anyone who's been in the park here recently has seen that there's some construction going on. Uh, can you tell us about what kind of expansion you're working on? So within the master plan, we've got four different phases, and we're working on the, the, the tail end of the second phase of this development. Uh, obviously, you know, when the park uh, began the process to open to the public, uh, we wanted to make sure that the public had a, a, a say in, in what they wanted when they saw Staunton State Park and what they were experiencing when they came to the park. And currently there's only about a quarter mile of road or so and about four different parking lots. And what we're expanding is uh, about two more miles of road that will get you a little bit further, basically into the middle of the park, mm-hmm. and then another uh, set of parking lots that so you'll be able to experience the park from essentially the middle instead of the, the east side. And um, it will offer opportunities for you to get uh, closer to the, the waterfall in the park, which is, we do have a 75-foot waterfall. Um, we're also putting in a, a horse trailer parking lot. So if you've got right. horses and want to come to the park right now, you know, you've got to uh, unload your horses in an asphalt parking lot and then, and then take the, tra- the travel out. And so what we're putting in is a, a dirt parking lot specifically for our equestrian users, and, and hopefully that'll, uh, that, that amenity will help basically enhance the experience when those folks come to the park. So uh, we're hoping that by Memorial Day of next year we'll get that, uh, that road and those new parking lots opened up and we'll be able to offer up a little more uh, space and more capacity for folks to come enjoy the park. Well, that's something that's near and dear to my heart, uh, being a horseman myself. And that's also a, a challenge from a park standpoint, isn't it, about uh, having a useful trails that can uh, you know, work for both not only the hikers out there but, but also the equestrians. So that can be a challenge you guys have to deal with. Yeah, especially when we're seeing the amount of traffic that we're getting into the park. You know, we're uh, seeing... Gosh, uh, I think we, we saw about a 70% increase in our visitation uh, this year from, from last year. And, and when that uh, occurs, you know, we, did, we do get a lot of different uh, user conflicts from you know, mountain bikers and hikers and then obviously the equestrians on the trails. And we certainly want to do the best that we can to uh, spread everybody out and then give everybody the opportunity to enjoy that, uh, that, act, uh, that recreation that they're trying to do in the park. So, yeah, by, by putting in a new parking lot and spreading things out a little bit, um, hopefully we can do that for folks, and, and certainly as we progress with the development of the park, um, we'll add in some, some more trails and, and add in some uh, other resources that offer a, you know, the, the ability for folks to spread out a little bit and enjoy it as they want to. Now, I know there are a number of historic cabins in Staunton State Park that uh, really are quite attractive, and I understand there's been some grants and some donations that have taken place that uh, is going to help you do some restoration work. Is that starting soon? Yeah, we're super excited about that. Um, our, uh, the Friends of Staunton State Park, one of our nonprofit organizations that supports us, applied for 
um, a grant through the through History of Colorado and the State Historical Society, and and they received a, a grant to basically start that restoration of the the namesake, the Staunton Cabin. Um, and so, yeah, we're we're going to partner with uh, an organization called Historicorps. Um, they do historical restoration um, nationwide, but they're based out of Morrison. And so, yeah, in Aprilish, hopefully, as the weather turns, um, we'll have those guys come out, and we'll be able to start uh, repairing the roof, or repairing the foundation, and get that that cabin stabilized, so it'll be there for the next hundred years or so. Boy, that's outstanding. Hey, something that is near and dear to my heart, Zach, I've got a disabled son, and you folks at Stunt have got a track chair program uh, that's very special, offering the opportunity for the disability or disabled community to uh, get out and explore the park. Tell us about that, what it offers, and how people can participate. Yeah, we're super excited about this program. It was one of the first ones in the nation um, to offer this in a state park. You know, basically, it's a motorized wheelchair. And like I mentioned, the, the Friends of Staunton State Park raised the funds for this program as well. Um, and in 2017, we, we got it off on the ground. So um, it, it's a free program. You have to purchase your park pass to come into the state park, but the program itself is free. And then, yeah, anyone that's disabled can, can go online and reserve this chair, and then we offer up nearly nine miles of trails that folks can go out and, and mm. utilize or basically go for a hike. And uh, the concept there was for folks that, that couldn't otherwise go out for a hike or experience, you know, nature like uh, everybody else. We, are, we we can offer that to them. And since 2017, gosh, I think we've taken nearly 800 visitors out into the park. Um, we we offer up three different trails. They can go on one trip, uh, takes them up into a canyon that gets them close to a creek side mm. that uh, gets them near a basically kind of a, a, a rippling waterfall type feature because some cascades. Another one. Uh, takes them out on the Staunton Trail, and actually will take you out past the Staunton Cabin and through the historic district where we do have five other historic structures that, that folks can, can visit. And then the, the Davis Ponds Trail is one of our uh, hiker-only trails, so only uh, foot traffic is on this one besides the track chair, but it takes them out to the, the fishing ponds, and we have, uh, through our friends group, uh, purchased basically uh, uh, fishing adaptive fishing gear Wow. That allows folks to, to not only uh, go for a hike in the, the motorized wheelchair, but then they can go fishing at the ponds as well. So, yeah, super excited about that, and we're hoping to expand that program um, outside of Staunton. Uh, we've talked with a lot of different uh, cities, counties, and municipalities uh, about how to start their own program. Uh, I know a lot of different national parks and other state parks and other states have started these, their own programs, but we're hoping to, to spread it in Colorado and share this opportunity beyond just so Boy. excited about uh, trying to do that next year. Boy, that is outstanding. And those of us in the disability community, we really appreciate that. A wonderful program. And you said you just go up to the website, and that's where you sign up and, and kind of make your reservation. Is that correct? So we'll, we, we typically start taking reservations or open that up come May. Um, I, I do hire a seasonal employee to manage the program. And so as a seasonal, she comes on uh, usually about March or April uh, to, to kind of get things kicked off. And then starting in May, yeah, you can go online to the CPW website and then search for Staunton. And on the left-hand side there, there's a, a tab for the track chair program. And it'll bring up a, a calendar and then a Google form that you can uh, make a make a request for a date. And then uh, my, my temporary employee will get in touch with you as she coordinates with um, our, our fantastic volunteers that we have that basically provide a self-guided, uh, or not really a self-guided, but a guided trip uh, for everybody to go out. So they're, uh, they'll reach out to you, 
set up a date for you to go. Uh, typically, we run the program uh, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And that's the best time that we've got in terms of our staff being on, as well as volunteers having availability to take folks out on the trails. Okay. But yeah, these they'll they'll, uh, they'll coordinate you with you the, the day the day before, get you organized and where to go to meet up, and then we'll. Uh, we've got equipment that was donated to us where we can transfer you from the vehicle to your chair and your chair to the ve- uh, to our track chair. Uh, from there, we'll get you set up with uh, the proper equipment. You know, obviously, early in the year, we tend to have different types of weather every day. So, you know, blankets and gloves and hats and make sure you got coats, make sure you got your lunch and your water, and then yeah, get you out on the trail. And, and like I said, the volunteers are super knowledgeable about the park, the history of it, the wildlife, uh, the weather that may come in, they'll answer questions, they'll talk to you, to everybody else that, that comes up on you on the trail and, and allow you to, to take that trip and enjoy it for yourself. So super exciting program. Boy, that is fantastic, wonderful. Hey, you were talking about fishing a little bit. I know ice fishing is growing in popularity here in the state, and you talked about uh, Davis Ponds offering some opportunities. And, and do I understand you guys, for the novice fishermen out there, that you maybe you've got some equipment that you can rent right there at the park? We do, absolutely. Yeah, we've got uh, two sets of, of ice fishing gear. So it's an auger, uh, the, the shorter fishing poles, and all the gear that you might need to, to, to fish through the ice. Um, right now we've got about seven to eight inches of ice on the ponds. Um, we recommend that you call ahead as, as we are limited in our staffing. Um, but call ahead, let us know you're, that you're interested in going fishing, and we'll try to have that equipment available for you. And, yeah, go out. We'll, we'll try to give you a little... Uh, tutorial and then you take the equipment out but uh, and we're actually expecting uh, another stocking of the ponds with some more fish come january hmm. um so our, our biologists work with us pretty closely on uh, you know how the fish are doing and how we're how well it's being fished and then they, they tend to bring out some fish for us so that uh, people can continue to, to to catch rather than just straight fish <laughs> fantastic hey lastly here since we're in the uh, holiday area and we're coming up on new year's can you tell us a little bit about the first day hikes and the activities that are going out at the park there on New Year's Day? Absolutely. Obviously, it'll be a little different this year. Uh, typically, we have our great volunteers that will lead uh, guided trips out. We, we tend to do five to six different hikes on that first day hikes. But, yeah, it's an opportunity for you to come out, um, enjoy the park on that, uh, and get the, the, the New Year started off the right way. So this year, we'll basically uh, we'll, we'll offer up some self-guided trips, basically. Uh, when you guys come into the, the, the park and, and stop there at the visitor center, we've got a little bit of swag for you, um, <laughs> you know, on CPW swag. And then we'll provide you with a little brochure that offers up, uh, uh, you know, different uh, recommendations for trips that, and trails that we, um, our staff and, and other visitors have, have uh, experienced. And, and so it's, you know, we, obviously, as I mentioned, with the trails being multi-use, um, you know, we, we call it first day hikes, but we've we started uh, – at Staunton last year, calling it the first day hikes and bikes. So we want you to get out and enjoy the, the fat tire biking in the in the park as well as those hike, hiking trips. Um, so super excited about that, and hopefully we get get some folks out that want to kick off the new year the, the right way and get outside and enjoy the, the great weather that uh, we're expecting to see at the park. Well, it is one of the great uh, used-to-be hidden gems. Now we've talked about it in Colorado Outdoors. It's not. It's uh, Stanton State Park in the Evergreen Conifer area. Zach, we really appreciate uh, the time and all the information. Mark, I appreciate calling it. You know, obviously, I, I love talking about Stanton. I love sharing the experience. And so, hopefully, uh, you know, folks will listen to this and uh, get out and enjoy the park. 
Great to chat with park manager Zach Taylor about the amenities of Staunton State Park, one of the great hidden gems in the state park system here in Colorado, and so convenient. Just taking an easy drive from Denver up 285 just beyond Conifer. For more information on Staunton State Park or anything and everything pertaining to Colorado Parks and Wildlife, go to our website at cpw.state.co.us. Thanks for joining us on Colorado Outdoors, powered by Great Outdoors Colorado. I'm your host, Mark Johnson. Until next time, Happy New Year, and get out and enjoy the great outdoors in our beautiful state of Colorado. Colorado Parks and Wildlife is a nationally recognized leader in conservation, outdoor recreation, and wildlife management. The agency manages 42 state parks, 960-plus species of wildlife in Colorado, more than 350 state wildlife areas, and a host of recreational programs from hunting and fishing to the state's trails program, boat registration, snowmobiles, off-highway vehicles, and more. All of its management is in perpetuity for the enjoyment of Coloradans and its visitors.